Blue eyes grew wide at the sight of Grandpa's cloak. Glint Gonweet, she cried. Grandpa hugged her and smiled. And it's time for me to go too, he told her. Goodbye, little whiz. There was a rustle outside Grandpa's window, and an enormous face appeared, filling the window frame. It was Crag, the quarry troll. He was as tall as the potions tree. His huge eyes twinkled hello. Ah, Crag, said Grandpa. Thank you for offering to give me a lift. Crag smiled and held out his massive finger. Grandpa climbed on and was lifted up to the troll's shoulder. Good luck, he called. Keep calm, Dibbon. Don't panic. Read the recipes carefully. Think of what will help harmony. Grandpa's voice grew fainter as he was carried away through Steady Song Forest towards the Vale of Years. Chapter 2 The blue bell of the potion shop jangled, and Tibbon's heart jumped. Could that be someone bringing the master's challenge? He raced downstairs and opened the door. Good morning, Tibbon, said a low voice. It was Kenta, one of the centaurs from Moonlight Meadow. She galloped into the shop, her sharp hooves clattering on the wooden floor. Hello, Woods, said Wiz. Tibbon's heart slowed down. It was just a customer. Of course, the potion shop had to carry on as usual. How can we help? he asked. My flute doesn't sound right. Kenta lifted a long silver object to her lips and blew. A strange-sounding note came out. She flicked her tail crossly. You see? she said. Hmm, said Tibbon. He opened the book of potions and turned to Sweet Tune Potion. Effect makes beautiful music. Ingredients, light puff, true scale, blue air. Wiz jumped up right away to fetch the ingredients, bouncing up and down the shelves until she had laid everything out on the wooden counter. Tibbon felt nervous. It was strange making potions without Grandpa in the shop. He pounded the true scale in his mage nut bowl and added the wisps of light puff. He broke open a husk containing blue air and it floated over the bowl like a mist. Tibbon tried to stir the potion. Hmm, he said. He couldn't get the ingredients to blend properly. They were so light and airy. Tibbon thought for a moment, just as Grandpa had taught him, and added a drop of water. The blue air immediately settled into the bowl, and the mixture formed a bright blue liquid. That's it! Tibbon smiled. He painted the flute with blue potion. To his surprise, it flipped into the air. Then it flopped onto the counter. What? Tibbon frowned. He watched in amazement as the flute grew a tail. Fishwees, said Wiz, and Tibbon nodded puzzled. Now the flute really did look like a long fish. Wiz picked it up and put it in the fish tank above the counter. The flute swam about happily amongst the floating cloud lotus. Mm, I'm sorry, said Tibbon. I don't know what happened. But he looked round to find Kenta laughing. I've never seen a flute swim before, she chuckled. Tibbon returned to the Book of Potions. Underneath the recipe, he spotted something. It said, 
When combined with liquid, this potion makes fishtail brew for swimming and breathing underwater. Lasts for five minutes. Oops, said Tibbon. Um, let's wait five minutes, then I'll try again. Kenta giggled as the happy flute fish did backstroke in the fish tank. Chapter 3 Tibbon and Wiz were busy for the rest of the morning. The shop was full of customers coming in for potions. Tibbon had never seen it so hectic. There was a restlessness in the air, and everyone looked worried. After lunch, the door opened for what seemed like the hundredth time. Tibbon gasped. There before him was a very special bird, with flaming feathers of orange and yellow and red. Seraphin? asked Tibbon. Is that you? He couldn't believe his eyes. The firebird was tiny. Last time he saw her, she'd been...